Hello and welcome to the World Fellows podcast. My name is Emma Skye and I'm director of the World Fellows program at Yale. My guest today is Annemie Turtleboom, a member of the Belgian Parliament. Annemie, welcome to the podcast. Hello. So when you were a girl growing up in Antwerp in Belgium, did you think, I want to be a politician? Was that your dream as a child? No, it was never my dream. I wanted to become a pilot. A pilot? I thought that a pilot was always in the air, visited a lot of other countries. But then just I studied. I studied economy at the university. I became a teacher, marketing teacher. And then at a certain moment, I was elected in parliament. But that doesn't just happen. What made you decide you wanted to go into politics? Well, I was, during my period at the university, I was very involved uh, in politics, but in the sense of a discussion discussion about issues, about uh, reading a lot of newspapers, watching TV programs, but not with like a proper career plan because in fact in politics you cannot make a career plan. Things are happening. It depends also a lot in my country on the strength of political parties. And at a certain moment I was elected because my political party and we had at that moment the prime minister and we did it very well so and then I decided like just go for it I stopped uh, being a teacher and I really involved myself in the parliament I became an expert in labor market and in the pension system in Belgium and so so that was the start of my political career And it's not just that you've been a member of parliament. You've also been minister of justice, minister of migration, minister of the interior. Do you feel that you were able to really make a difference by being in government? Yes, of course, because I was like in my country, I was uh, the first female minister of home affairs. And that was after 187 years that my country existed. (laughs) Still today, we never had a female minister of finance or a female minister of defense, or a female minister of uh, foreign affairs. So even um, that we live in an era where we can like break a lot of glass ceilings, we also see that a lot of them stays. When we look here in in the United States, yeah. we, there's not yet at this moment a female uh, president. And um, maybe that's not that important, but it's very important to talk about it because here at Yale, I receive really a lot of questions of female students to think about how do you combine your work-life balance? How did you organize it? My answer is very short, not. If you are in the top position, you cannot organize things. You try to deal with it. Um, so, and then of course, also when I was Minister of Justice, I could do the reform of the justice system after 200 years. So that was quite very important. And I always try to be not only the politician who's acting in a political system, but who's really having the aim, what can I change at this moment in my position? When you look at your career, what are you most proud of? What achievements are you most proud of? I'm the most proud of the fact that I could uh, do the reform of the justice system. 
And I'm the most proud of the fact that when I was Minister of Migration, I started with a new policy. It was very tough to discuss about that, but it is at this moment accepted as a very good policy in the sense of uh, we should give asylum to people who are in humanitarian crisis. We should give opportunities to people who search a better future for themselves and who are economical migrants. But we should also be strict for people who are not allowed to come to your country. And being very clear is uh, the best thing that you can do to treat like human beings. So you were involved with the deportation of some people. Was that quite a controversial decision or did that have popular support? No, it's always a controversial decision because you treat with human beings. And uh, what would we do when we would live in Africa and live in like a very poor uh, village? Then we would also have the ambition to go to a country where or a continent where it's better to live. But on the other hand, you also need to, to have rules. And it was for me it's, uh, the most complicated issue because you have on one, on one hand you have a clear vision on what should be migration, but on the other hand you deal with human beings. And um, being clear, but on the other hand also very human, it's uh, very, very complicated to find that balance on migration issues. So to be a member of parliament, to be a minister, takes... It takes a lot of courage to do that. Where do you get your confidence from, your self-belief? Conviction. If you want to obtain something, then follow what you, where you believe in. Um, do the politics in the way. Do politics in the way that you can look in the mirror every evening, and that every decision that you took was a good decision. And then you see what happens. Politics is so complicated, um, so um, difficult in this era. But on the other hand, if you believe in yourself, um, and I would maybe say, um, if you don't take risks, you cannot obtain anything. It's a little bit like a Belgian politician once said, if you lay on the ground, you cannot fall. So, and that would be my advice to people who wants to go in politics, but also people who wants to make like a career, try. It's not bad to fail, to have a failure. Failure is not the opposite of success. It's a stepstone to have success at a certain moment. So what are you afraid of? Nothing. I'm even not afraid of the, uh, the fact that New Haven is not a very safe place to live. That's the reason why my bike was stolen after, after one week. But that's my prize of freedom. If I would live in a country where I could not bike, then I could not have a bike and he could not have been stolen. So it's fine. So when you have these young students, young female students at Yale, asking you about how do they become politicians, how do they become ministers, can they do that and have a family? Is it possible to balance life and work? What do you tell them? As a politician, it's quite complicated. But when you have a passion, you find solutions for practical problems. And that's my most important um, advice I can give to them. Believe in what you're doing and then you find solutions for 
complicated issues, uh, but don't be afraid, don't be scared, don't be fear, only fear itself. And what next for you when you go back to Belgium? Is Belgium big enough for you or are you going to be playing in Europe on a bigger platform? Oh, I, I really like politics and um, I'm going back to Parliament. I'm really looking forward to go back in Parliament. I'm going to try like some new path to be a politician, but in politics. And that will be my future at this moment. And of course, you never know what will happen in 10 years. But the best is yet to come. <laughs> I mean, it's a difficult time for Europe. Do you have faith in the project or do you think that project is it's either got to be reformed or it's going to come to an end? It's very difficult, not only in Europe, but also in the United States. If you look to, uh, we live in a different era. I grew up in a period that we had the fall of the Berlin Wall, that Europe became bigger. It was an era to have hope and to create a better world and to install democracy all over the world. And at this moment, you have from time to time the feeling that the world is falling apart. But then we need young people who are enthusiastic, who believe that uh, working together, making alliances is the best thing that you can do, even in an era where you have to deal and try to deal with a president like Donald Trump and that you have to deal with Brexit and that we have the small but quite existing Catalonian crisis um, and that we feel that fundamental human rights are really under pressure. But certainly in this era, we need people who are convinced and who wants to fight for um, democracy, for human rights and for a better world. Anami, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you.